Hoy hoy. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Escalator to Nowhere, a Simpsons podcast with Robert and Caitlin. I'm Robert. I'm Caitlin. And I am a seasoned Simpsons fan. And I am learning. And we are continuing our way through the entirety of the series, having this week landed on season three, episode 20. We were just talking about how deep in the season we are. Yeah, four episodes left. That's right. Uh, Colonel Homer is the name of the episode. I guess mm-hmm. I should say the name. And uh, Caitlin is going to kick us off in the usual fashion with some specs. Yes, uh, Colonel Homer is production code 8F19, written by, did you notice? I didn't. Matt Groening, directed by Mark Kirkland, and air date was March 26th, 1992. Wow. This is the only episode solely written by Matt Groening. I was going to say, like, you don't get that a lot. No. (laughs) It's the only one. Yeah. Like, literally. Yeah. In the whole series. Yeah. All 34 years. I thought that he was, I thought after season two, he was more or less hands off. Uh, Uh, But I I guess not. I mean, he he fucking owns them, so I guess he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, it's in his contract, you know, that like his name has to be on every image. Like every. Yeah, I assume that. I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah, it, it is, is true. Yeah, okay. it, it is true. That's why his... Yeah, because like, if you ever see any like officially licensed Simpsons merch, his name always appears next to the drawing of the characters. Yeah, That's it, what we're talking about. Yeah, it, does, it doesn't matter at all. Like, no. uh, and, and it's not even like like drawings necessarily, like stuffed animals, everything. Like, it's it's on there. Yeah. I mean, good for him. <laughs> yeah, that guy's got more money than... I know. Than, I'm going to put that in my contract when I, when I come up with a wildly successful animated family. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> you start drawing. <laughs> yep. All right. So uh, I have here the synopsis of the uh, episode from the Simpsons Wiki. That's at simpsons.fandom.com. And uh, it's pretty short, actually. So the synopsis is that uh, after a particularly bad movie experience, Homer. What are you doing? I'm oh. showing you my family. It's only one person. It's a stick figure. It is. Yeah. Next to it. Yes, it is. <laughs> After a particularly bad movie experience, Homer drives to a bar where he discovers a singer named Lurleen Lumpkin. Now Colonel Homer is her manager, and mu- uh, now Colonel Homer is her manager, much to Marge's disgust and jealousy. Uh, yep. That's pretty much it. Hits that one on the head. Yeah, I remember this episode very, very well, uh, and I think part of the reason for that is because she sings so much in the yeah. episode and her songs are pretty catchy. I was fully expecting Lurleen to be voiced by some country singer. I thought... But it's Beverly D'Angelo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I wasn't sure who it was. It was I knew it was somebody. I knew it was a uh, guest voice. Yeah. But I was like, yeah. Considering when this was made, 1992, like... Who would you expect it to be? It's obvious who she's supposed to be modeled after. It's Tammy Wynette, yeah. Oh, do you think so? Oh, I oh, don't know. I thought she, I thought her hair was very Dolly. Oh yeah. I mean, I was just thinking of like the story, and then she has the standby your manager. That's true. Uh, but uh, anyway, that's jumping ahead. Um, yeah, I like. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know if enough. I about would the have expected, c- considering that it was 1992, that she would be voiced by like Reba McIntyre. Yeah, or like one of the Judds or something. Uh huh. Um, just because the Judds are always <laughs> a friend of mine. <laughs> uh, but I knew that wasn't the case. But yeah, you're right. Like Reba, or I don't. I don't know country it, women. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I think really you're talking about this time frame, like Reba's like top tier. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I just sent that. <laughs> that was a text from me of a photo yes. of my thing, so you can put it on Instagram so everybody can see. Oh, okay. So we'll put. Okay, we'll be sure to put that into the Instagram. <laughs> oh, hey, we're back. Yeah, I'm sorry that we have had such issues in in recording, but I mean, I think the only thing I can really say to you is, hey, thanks for continuing to listen, but yeah. also get used to it. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, third trimester is no joke, and I've been very, very tired. And um, once this baby gets here, I can only imagine what a shit show it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean. I just, I, I felt so confident that we were like on the track, on the track, and then all of a sudden we were. De- well, I, I always forget. Like the holidays are always such a busy time, anyway. But then January ends up being super busy too, because well, we were traveling for uh-huh. one weekend, yeah, and then we get your birthday. Uh-huh. Happy, bir- happy birthday, by thank, the way. Thank you, like thank a, you. A week hey, did late. you know that we went to South Florida? Over the coldest weekend in a decade, we uh, Steve Jackson was kind enough to offer us uh, a weekend at his at his place there mm-hmm. uh, in South Florida, and we were like, okay, we'll go uh, because it'll be a nice little baby moon, change of scenery, and sure enough, we went to South Florida on like the first time in ten years that it, the high was in the low or in the high forties. <laughs> yeah. It- and I mean, at least it was warmer than it was here where we are. It it was, yeah. But but it, it was basically the weather we had left. <laughs> exactly. Yes, it was warmer than it was here where we live. But that's because the temperature here dropped significantly yeah. after we left as well. Yeah. So like, we got down there on a Friday. The high that Friday was like seventy nine, but the temperature was dropping as yeah. we got there. And we got there in the like at nine o'clock on so. Saturday and Sunday. Like the high was like fifty with yeah. with. I mean, it was it was know, very South windy. Very windy. Yeah. And then the day that we left, the temperature climbed right back up to eighty. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it was nice to get away though. No, it was. It was. Uh, I, as I said to Steve Jackson, I think we were just very happy for a change of scenery. Yes, since very much so. We haven't been able to travel at all since we found out that little Junior uh, is yeah. coming in to enrich our lives. Yeah. <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> hey, if you have three kids and no money, or no kids and three money, what are we going to have? We're going to have one kid and no money. <laughs> Inflation, <Yeah>. baby. <laughs> is that how that works? <laughs> I think so. I don't know. I can tell you this much: trying to find daycare is, oh, Jesus uh, is a nightmare, oh. and it is so so expensive. Like it literally is another mortgage, is it not? Yeah, it is. Ugh. Okay, let's talk about this episode, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> let's take our minds off our troubles. I was just trying to warm you up. You look oh. so tired over there. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> don't don't act offended. You literally had your hands like floured on your face, like. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure your eyes were closed. <laughs> Okay. Okay, go for it. Oh, okay. So we open. Uh-huh. Credits. Do you have anything about the credits? Uh, no. Uh, Bart's uh, chalkboard gag was, I will not conduct my own fire drills. And then this is the couch gag where they sort of like fall into the couch yeah, and their legs are up. This one we've seen before. We have seen Because I think I've mentioned how flexible the whole entire family is. Yes. Um, I have a tidbit. Oh, okay. Did you know that when I was in band in eighth grade, I played... The Simpsons theme song. I did not know that. Yeah. 
Oh. It was like a medley of, of TV show <laughs> themes. How did it go? Um, da, 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 da. <laughs> I know how the song goes. <laughs> uh, I guess it was fine. I mean, it was a bunch uh-huh. of eighth graders playing I remember instruments. In, so I think it was in sixth grade. So I played the trombone in middle school, and I had no business playing the trombone <laughs> in middle school. I never learned scales or, ev- or practiced them. I actually have said on here before, I'm pretty sure that I have at least... I, I don't have any memory of anybody ever sitting me down and being like, this is what a scale is. Yeah, you have said that. And so, anyways, I remember uh, that we played, one of the one of the medleys we played was the Jurassic Park medley. Oh. And I remember that that actually sounded pretty good. And part of it, I think, was just that I wanted to play that song, mm-hmm. so I actually practiced it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not that anybody could have, not, not that it made really any difference, because I, at that time, couldn't read music at all. That like, is wild <laughs> to me, that you were in band and you could not read music. That's I was crazy. in band for like three years. That's crazy. <laughs> I was in band for three years, too. Uh, but yeah, so I, I have played... The Simpsons theme. Yeah, and I on have, the flute. I have no idea, even like I have no recollection of like the grades that I got in those classes. Like I've always been a pretty good student, but uh, in middle school, I in early high school especially, I was much less concerned about what my grades were uh, because I was very, I was trying, I was too busy trying to be cool. Yeah. In a school where I was never going to be part of the cool club. The slackers. That's right. <laughs> And so, at any rate, uh, I have no idea. I really don't know. I remember that, like, we were supposed to do a, a concert of some kind on a Saturday morning, but I had football practice that Saturday morning, mm-hmm. and after practice, everybody wanted to go get breakfast, so I just decided to go get breakfast <laughs> instead of playing in the concert. Oh, my God. <laughs> so. Yikes. Well, I mean, I have to hand it. If there's any band teachers out there or music teachers out there who can take in a bunch of kids in September and teach them how to fully play an instrument by December for the Christmas concert. Yeah. So they at least sound like the songs are recognizable. Uh-huh. Like that's quite a feat. That um that uh video that video meme of the middle school I guess band playing jingle bells e- has gone viral recently. <laughs> Slay ride, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh yeah, I mean, like, I just, I remember sitting in that band class, and that, <laughs> that teacher had the patience of a thousand saints. I guess you got to, right? Yeah. Like, and, and, like, I think a lot of times in those situations, too, like, the kids aren't really given much of a choice. It's either chorus or band, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, we could do both. Right, but um, I think you have to take at least one of those, right? At least for us, I don't think that was true. Oh, really? Yeah. You could take gym instead. <laughs> gym instead of yeah. music? <laughs> yeah. I thought for sure, like, I thought it might be like a trade-off of, like, you could take art instead of music. <laughs> no. I remember it being, like, we couldn't take chorus in sixth grade. Uh-huh. We had to take gym in sixth grade. But then in seventh and eighth grade, we could take both, and we got out of gym. Oh. So that's what I did. Yeah, I never got out of gym. I had gym all through my middle and high school years, oh. every every semester. Well, not me, baby. They, they made us run miles. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. <laughs> all right, so so okay. All right, here we so, go. Anyways, we open up the uh, we're opening up the scene, uh, and the Simpsons are trying to find a parking spot at the Googleplex, mm-hmm. and they are constantly having people pull, or Homer's constantly having cars pull in front of him after he spots. 
a uh, a place. Yep, and then they find a compact park <laughs> space marked compact cars only. Mm-hmm. And he decides that's good enough for me. I'm gonna pull in, which is exactly what people do. Like, oh yeah, for <laughs> sure. We have we have a place here that has compact car spaces only, and like there's like full ass SUVs in those SUVs spaces. and like F two fifties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's a suggestion as Homer. Of course, nowadays, like you'll also see the low emission vehicle parking. Oh only, yeah, and like. I parked my Jeep in There's one like of those freaking ones. Hummer in it, yeah. So, uh, you know, the family's going to the movies. They finally find the spot. He, uh-huh. Homer pulls in. He asks Lisa how how it's going, and she's like, "Well, we're getting a lot of sparks because, of course, he's scraping both cars on either side of him." Yep. Um, then they go up to the ticket window, and they cannot agree what movie to see as a family. So and there and there is a there's a big list of movies on here uh, in typical Simpsons fashion and I was trying to find it but one of them is an Ernest movie I know that Ernest cuts the cheese, Honey I hit a school bus, Look who's oinking. <laughs> <laughs> um, those are the three I see on the Frank. Uh huh. Um, and so they're they're all kind of like discussing what they want to see, and then finally Marge, as any reasonable parent would do says well since we'll never agree you kids pick one and then your dad and i will pick one and we'll meet in the lobby later here's the list from the uh uh, from the frankie it's i'll fry your face three the smell in the room 19 (laughs) space mutants uh that would be space mutants six Uh, honey i hit a school bus look who's oinking the stockholm affair yeah and ernest versus the pope (laughs) oh i thought it was ernest it's Ernest cuts the cheese. Maybe there's two. That's what he says, yeah, yeah, in in the dialogue. That's what he says. But on the board there, it says... Oh, okay. Yeah. I see. Um, So, Homer goes... Uh, they give the kids some money. They they go. They get their tickets. Yeah, Marge pulls money out of her purse to offer to the kids, and the kids reach directly into the purse and take everything out of it. Oh, <laughs> I didn't notice that. Yeah. Yeah. So, Homer decides he wants to go see Lacuse Oinking, and... It's sold out. Yeah, he, Which, he walks like, up to the he walks up to the ticket window, and the guy goes, "Let me guess, look who's winking." Yeah, and we have not gone to the movies a lot lately, but I feel like I feel like movies just don't sell out anymore. I, I think it's a COVID thing, but also yeah, like, I, yeah, I yeah, uh, and, and it's very rare that we go to the movies and well, there's we more than like twenty people in the theater. Yeah, we haven't had a big premiere like star wars midnight style premiere in three years now. yeah not um, that we would go to that oh oh my no the last one we went to i think was deadpool and that started at like 8 p.m yeah and <laughs> yes <laughs> and we were still tired at the end of it yeah and that was the, that was like yeah I, deadpool 2 i think i did go to a star wars uh premiere this was when i was in college still Here's some money. Go see a Star Wars. And it was. <laughs> That's from Arrested Development. It was very. It, I mean, like, people were very clearly excited about it. And, like, I went because somebody had an extra ticket and asked me if I wanted mm. to go. Um, and it's like, it's not that I don't. It's not that I hate Star Wars movies. I just don't care enough about them to seek them out. Same. And so, like. You know, I've seen like the original three, and then like the, the prequels. The prequels. So the, the, those six movies. We saw Force we, Awakens. Did we? We did. Okay. I liked Force Awakens. 
And like there's like Rogue One, never saw that. Yeah, I. Here's my thing, and it's the same thing with the Marvel universe. I can't keep up. I do not have the bandwidth to keep track of all this stuff that is happening. Yeah, like and like what's canon, what's not canon, or what's like secondary or tertiary to the canon. Uh-huh. I can't keep up, so yeah. I just don't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I mean, that's pretty much what it is with me and Harry Potter. Like, I don't, I am not going to seek out those movies. I obviously have not. Uh, I saw one of them, but I slept through it. You yeah. Know, and that's no, we saw the um oh the Fantastic Beast movie. We saw that together. Oh yeah, we did go see yeah. that. What the the first one? Uh huh. I haven't seen the second. Like, but I that's that's sort of yeah. like the the Downton Abbey movie. Like I saw that with you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I, went I forced to see Robert it. to go see Down, the Downton Abbey. It was movie. fine. He's never watched one second of the show, but he's seen the movie, the first movie. <laughs> the second right. movie is trash. But anyway, all right. So, anyways, they they are uh, gonna pick a movie. And so the kids go in, and yep. uh, the adults go up to the window. Look who's oinking is sold out. Uh, yep. And so instead, they're going to go see the Stockholm Affair, yep. which Marge suggests as something more adult. Uh-huh. And H- Homer is excited. He thinks that it's like a sexy movie, I think. I, yeah, it took me a second. I was going to say it took me a second to get this joke. Yeah. Uh, because he... Uh, she said it's a taught. Poli- Marge says it's a taught political thriller, and he goes political. Ah, uh, and I was like, I was like, what did you think it was? Yeah. It took me a second to realize he that he movie. saw the word affair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and thought something. Else. I can think of two na- two things wrong with the name of that movie. Uh huh. Naked. Lunch. Maybe maybe some uh, unintentional foreshadowing here. Maybe. Uh huh. Maybe. Um. <laughs> So there, uh, we cut to the theater. The movie's going on. It's not exactly enthralling. Uh huh. Um, Homer is drinking his drink. Then he's eating, slurping. Um, he pours his ice in his mouth. It's too much. He spits it out on <laughs> it the floor. It all falls out on him at once, as ice does. Yeah, yeah. So, and then and then begins him Homer. Just he's he's just speaking his thoughts, just right? being that person. Yeah. So he's he's talking through the movie and yeah. saying everything that comes to mind. Yep. So he says, "Oh, this movie's too complicated. Hey, the floor's sticky. Who's that guy? Uh, what did that guy say when I said who's that guy?" And Marge is not having it. Uh huh. Um, and then the, there's like a submarine on the screen. He's like, "Oh, that's so fake. Look, you can see the strings." And then finally, the crowd is like, "Shh, be quiet." And uh-huh. um. There they go. So they're watching the movie. Then we cut over to Bart and Lisa, mm-hmm. who are watching the Space Mutants movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lisa, not has the first time Lisa has seen a Space Mutant movie. No, it's not. So I suppose she knew what she was getting into here. Yeah, but it, it would seem like she didn't. Well, I think that uh, knowing knowing children, <laughs> they will want to see the scary movie and then be scared the whole That's time fair. through and cover their eyes That's anyway. Fair. I definitely did that when I was little. I would want to go see the scary mm, movie. And, and my parents would be eyes. like, are you sure? Are you going to sleep in your own bed? Uh-huh. No. No. <laughs> never. So anyways, uh, Lisa's got her eyes covered. And Bart tells her, he says, if you don't desensitize yourself, you're never going to be able to. Or if you don't watch it, you're never going to be yeah. desensitized to the violence. And then uh, she tells him to tell her when the scary part's over. He says it's over. And then, of course, it is not over. Yes. So she is freaked out. Um, and then we cut back to Homer and Marge. Homer is just being... He's still going. Yeah, he's... 
he's trying to guess every theory. Did I did I ever tell you about the time that we went to a movie theater and somebody brought in their crying baby? I think you have. Oh, uh, I don't remember what movie. This, this was years and years and years ago. Uh, and so I was still down in Atlanta uh-huh. uh, in high school, I'm pretty sure. And we were seeing something in the theater. Anyway, somebody came into the theater with a baby and it was crying a lot. And finally, somebody, somebody other than us in the theater goes, take the child out. And the person with the baby turns around and goes, man, you take him out. <laughs> and then the person that I was with, uh, Brother Dan, <laughs> he goes, it sounded exactly like this, take the child out. Man, you take him out. Here comes Brother Dan. I didn't sleep with her. <laughs> Whoa. And the whole theater laughs. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, what this reminded me of was uh, when we went to see, or was it Murder on the Orient Express? Uh-huh. And there was a woman... So we saw it at a theater that serves beer and and liquor, uh-huh. and there was a woman behind us trying to guess every theory possible. <laughs> That's and, right. <laughs> and we were with our friend, and and both she and I were like, "Shut up!" And then she finally did. So meanwhile, I'm up there like, "Oh yeah, that's a good idea." Oh, I didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah. I'm well, very- I think I think both. Rachel and I knew what was going to happen because we had both seen the original movie. Oh, yeah. She probably read the book. I had never read the book. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, it was very annoying. <laughs> like, please be quiet. See, I'm very accepting of whatever movies hand me. And so, like, uh, yes. t- m- mysteries like that, like murder mysteries, like, I'm like, oh, this has got to be it. Because that's what they're This is why me. it's hard for me to watch movies with you. Like, especially movies like an M. Night Shyamalan movie that's supposed to have a twist or whatever. Because I want to tell you what my theory is, but I know that will annoy you. <laughs> it so will. So I yes. don't. <laughs> and I want to I I say it out loud. So if I'm right, I'm right. <laughs> But I can't because it'll annoy you. I know. Maybe I should start like typing it in my phone with a timestamp. There you go. And then (laughs) there's your your outlet. You can just send. No, not what I was going to say. You could send them to my. You could send them to me in text form, but then my my watch would ding, and I'd look at it. Yeah, you could close it real quick. You would know what it was. I'd be sitting right next to you. You got to put spoiler in all caps in front. And then, like, return, like, 50 times so you don't see it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Okay. So, Homer's going through all his theories. It's very annoying. Then, finally, he realizes. He's like, oh, I, I heard how this ends. And he shouts it out loud. Yep. It turns out the secret code was the same nursery rhyme he told his daughter. Yeah. So, um, this is Marge's breaking point. Yep. She says, oh, Homer, shut up. No one wants to hear what you think. And then the audience, like, gangs up on him. Throws, starts throwing stuff at him. and um, Then we cut to the car. Yep. And Homer's pissed. He's yep. very upset. Despite, um, this being, despite this being more or less of his own design, yeah. he is taking none of the blame. Yeah. Which is a, concur- a running theme through Homer's just existence, uh-huh. um, as we have discussed before. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, I felt bad for the kids here because I've been in a car when my parents were arguing and I <laughs> it's, it's awkward. And you just you want to like say something and like and 
everything be okay. Right. Because you don't know what's going on. <laughs> so anyway, but yeah. I so, remember that happening after like a t-ball game. or not. It wasn't a t-ball game. I was young and playing baseball, and we lost. And I was sad because mm-hmm. I was sad. And they were fussing at each other. <laughs> I, I don't remember what it was about, but I remember uh, from the back of the car going, Stop it, the both of you! <laughs> <laughs> How'd that go? I was crying. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. Um, emotions are hard. <laughs> it's been an emotional week in our house. But anyway, uh, so uh, Bart has picked up on this. You know, he's saying, you know, uh, dad's really mad. His tendons are throbbing. He uh-huh. like, draws a little map on the back of Homer's head. Uh-huh. Um, they finally get home and Homer just pulls up in front and drops them off. Mm-hmm. And Marge asks him if he's coming inside, and he's like, Marge, I've always carried myself with a certain quiet dignity. Tonight you <laughs> robbed me of it. I'm going now, and I don't know when you'll see me again. And off he goes. Off he goes. And then I knew exactly what was going to happen. And the moment <laughs> the moment he pulled off, there uh-huh. was no Maggie. So oh, then yeah, you, yeah, hear, yeah. you hear the car go in reverse. Here comes Maggie out the window. <laughs> and then he sque- he pulls off again yep uh so th- we we then go uh on to a trope that the simpsons will use time and time again uh-huh. this is uh driving a long way mm-hmm. and the billboards telling the story mm-hmm. so uh we get a, a billboard for flaming pete's and it's in 75 miles yep and then here it comes again it's like in 30 miles i think and then Finally, he gets there, and Flaming Pete's Pete's burned down. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) Flaming Pete's lived up to its name. So, and then he keeps going, and he's like, "Ew, a skunk!" And then we see that uh, he's driving by a, um, oh, what was it? It was a fertilizer factory. Yes. And then he drives by all this stuff that is just stinky: the county dump, uh, the sulfur mill, or something. And then there, there's several things that he is driving by yep uh the four and then and then he uh, the fourth thing he passes is a sign that says open sewers next 40 miles yeah yeah so then finally i guess he gets out of stinksville this this is like i i feel this uh on a personal level did you hear what i said (laughs) (laughs) get out of stinksville yeah okay just checking pretty pleased with yourself about that When I uh, so when I was driving to high school, so stank town if you'd rather. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, sorry. Um, when I was when I was in high school, uh, when I would drive, it was about a twenty minute drive for me because I went to a private high school, so I had a little bit of a ways to go. And anyways, uh, on the way to school every morning, I would pass by the Purina plant. Oh, and it smelled like gross cheese every morning i mean you could uh uh you could go one of two ways to get to the school so like you could get off the interstate earlier or later if you went earlier it took longer to get to the school but if you got off later you had to pass by the purina plant stink town and man that thing would stink for miles (laughs) like stink 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 have you ever driven by the paper mill yeah, the local I, paper yeah, mill. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've, 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 I've driven by there it's before. It's gross. It's, it does smell really bad. Um, and yes, paper mills. Uh, the paper mill stinks, and they, it's kind of the same stink. Yeah, it's just like this cheesy, like, it's, it's like, it's like you're breathing cheese powder yeah. stink. Um, a former coworker's husband used to be like a videographer, 
for, I mean, he was doing freelance stuff and he had to go to the Cheez-It factory and film. And apparently he could not eat Cheez-Its ever again yeah <laughs> yeah apparently it was really gross oh man but i love cheese it so that makes I... me really sad <laughs> <laughs> well that that falls under the old category of of cajun food that's what father used to tell me he said cajun food is the best food you'll ever eat as long as you don't ask questions about what's in it yeah. or how it's made <laughs> exactly yeah so anyway homer eventually gets out of stank town and uh-huh. uh he pulls up to a redneck bar it is called uh, beer and brawl, or uh-huh. the beer and brawl. Now the wiki. <laughs> this is me living where we live and and having worked where I work. The wiki points out that there's a horse hitched out front, and I was like, so what? Oh, right. <laughs> That's a normal occurrence. And then um, I realized that that is not something <laughs> that right. is normal. Most people don't experience that on a regular basis. No, no. <laughs> so Homer's jazz. He goes in. Um. And we see all the local color. Uh, wow, that was a very kind way of putting it. <laughs> it's a bunch of hillbillies. I think you mean the yokel color. Yeah, the yokel Am color. Am I right? Yeah. So hey, did you hear what I said? I did. You hear what I said there? <laughs> the yokel color. Um, and uh, Homer makes his way to the bar after passing a bunch of people that are like fighting. And yeah, just he walks up there and asks for a duff, but they don't have duff here. Of course, they have fud. Yep. Um, Which so, makes me want to go and get a Fuddruckers burger, but we can't. But we can't. There's no Fuddruckers yeah. here. Aw. You and I, well, no, that's not true. We've been to Fuddruckers a couple times, but it was in Atlanta. Uh-huh. But we also went to Fuddruckers. Yes. Where you ate a three-pound yes, burger. Yes, one, one of the earliest together things that Caitlin and I did true. was go to Mardi Gras uh, at Fuddruckers, and, where I tried to eat a <laughs> It was a three-pound patty, mm-hmm. right? A three-pound burger patty. A pound of fries. With a pound of fries, yeah. And the buns to color yeah. as well. <laughs> I didn't do that. I was not successful no. in this endeavor. Um, but I learned something that day. Because you have like, you had an hour, right? To, so. to eat something it. Like that. But I learned that if you don't eat that in basically 20 minutes, you're, you're not going to. You're not going to eat it. Yeah. So, yes, that was one of our first dates. Not really. <laughs> not really. <laughs> We had people with us. Yeah. But uh it, We like we I was like hanging out. We were hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, that was the yeah, that was the hangout phase. No, it wasn't. It was, it was. Re- it, well Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's what I was trying to say earlier. Like that was like one of the earliest things that we did t- like we were together at yeah. that point. Yeah. 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 That it, was we, yeah, that was one of the earliest things we did, like after it was like kind of official. Yeah. Yeah. Except it wasn't Facebook official yet. Boing. Oh, okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> so anyways, anyway. Homer orders a, 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 a duff, doesn't get it, so instead he gets a fud. Yep. And uh, there is a country band at this uh, yokel bar. And uh, so they uh, they call up, well, I'm sorry, somebody comes up and starts to sing. Yodel and Zeke. Yodel and Zeke, yep. yep. Uh, fresh, uh, he was fresh back from his recovery. Uh, and somebody come, immediately comes up while he starts yodeling and hits him with a chair. Uh-huh. The band continues to play, and so they need a new uh, new person to come up and sing. So the MC comes up and calls Lurleen, yeah. who is their very own singing waitress. Yeah, as he so puts they had it. to they had to stop drink service for a minute so she could go sing. Uh huh. And um, people aren't necessarily happy about that. <laughs> and then here she comes. Yep. And she's singing. Um, Homer's sitting at the bar drinking his fud. 
and muttering to himself yeah. about how things are not going his way. You know, things, uh, stupid Marge, tell me to shut up. Right. Et so Lurleen says that she's going to sing a song that she wrote while she was mopping up your dried blood and teeth. Ew. Um, so she starts singing. Um, and essentially the gist of the song, it hits Homer right in the, in the yeah. heart. You work um, all day for some old man to sweat and break your back. <laughs> then you go home to your castle, but your queen won't cut your slack. That's why you're losing all your hair. That's why you're overweight. That's why you flipped your pickup truck right off the interstate. <laughs> and uh, Well, it, this all hits Homer. H- hits him in the fields. Yep. Except for the truck part, which he says. He's like, it's all true, except for except the truck, for the truck part. part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and then essentially the like chorus is that your wife doesn't understand you. Yeah. Uh, no, your <laughs> wife don't understand you, but I do. Yeah. So, so Homer is um, enraptured. I the Frankiac is very part. generous here. Uh, when she stops singing, it says there's a smattering of applause. That's pretty generous <laughs> for what she got, which yes. was basically nothing. <laughs> yeah, so she just goes back and puts on her apron and starts serving drinks again. Mm-hmm. Um, Homer approaches her. He says, your song touched me in a way I've never felt before. Yeah. Uh, and then he goes, and which way to the can? <laughs> so they introduce themselves to each other. Yep, um, so presumably he goes and pees. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're chatting here in a yeah. minute. Uh, what's your name? I'm Homer. My name is Lurleen Lumpkin. Uh, and anyway, Homer, uh, is introduced to her. And the point is, is that he has a connection with her because she understands his situation. She theoretically understands his situation. Yeah. So then he goes home. Yep. Um, he walks in to the house and Marge is still in bed and she's pissed. Rightfully so. She says, where were you all night? And he's like, oh, I was just up at a bar in Spittle County, <laughs> which is a funny name <laughs> yep. for a county. Um, she, you know, she's it's not. Mad. It's not as funny. Virginia has a couple of county names that are funnier than Spittle, Spittle Goochland. County. Goochland. Is <laughs> Goochland. And then, of course, uh, a classic Fauquier County. Yeah. Th- named for Francis Fauquier, who was uh, Lieutenant Governor of Virginia at one point. Have I told you about the T-shirt I used to have? Oh yeah, you've told okay. me. I was about to. T- I was about to say, tell him about the T-shirt. Oh yeah. So when I um, was in college, I had a friend from Fauquier County, and he and his brother were like very artsy, and they made T-shirts that said it was like a map of the county, and it said Fauquier County too, pal. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> yeah, it was a good shirt. Uh, I, my aunt has that. She's supposed to be making it into a quilt, but it's been like a decade. So we'll, <laughs> we'll, yeah, we'll see if that ever that. happens. <laughs> Fuck your county too, pal. Fuck your county too, pal. Yeah, so um, I was also going to bring up the town on the Eastern Shore called Ass a Woman. Ass a Woman? Yes. yes. Yep. Uh, I love Manassas because it looks like man asses. Yeah, it does. <laughs> thought about that anyway yeah there's some fun fun names in uh, let's not forget uh poe white parkway yeah <laughs> which i i seem to remember i seem to remember somebody telling me that it actually does come from uh a f- the phrasing poor whites like oh. like th- like poor whites i i thought maybe it was like many things around this part of the world which is like a native uh, name that just so happens something. to yeah. sort of like uh miami in Ohio is spelled the same as Miami mm-hmm. in Florida, mm-hmm. but have different origins. Yeah, so. I'm looking it up. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, Homer Homer is back home. Uh, he's been up at a bar at Spittle County, and she says you should have called. He definitely should have called. Uh, I cannot imagine. I mean, it's different in this day and age, right, where, like, you can send me a text and I can get back to you <laughs> yeah. in a second. Yeah. But, like... I, I cannot imagine, and you see this sometimes in like the 90s and the 80s where somebody is out all night and doesn't call. Like, I feel like in the modern day, you would have been reported missing like 16 times if you were gone all night. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Or you at least post on Facebook and be like, has anybody seen so-and-so? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Did you find any... uh? Any etymology? Uh, it, yes. Um, hold on. Sorry. I, I don't, I can't read linguistic, uh, alphabet, but uh-huh. it says, uh, it's state route 76 in Virginia uh-huh. known as the Powhite Parkway. First word officially pronounced. Okay. Similar to Powhatan. Oh, okay. Here, I can, I can read the IPA. Let me, let me take a look at it. Uh, Sorry, y'all. I'm looking at her computer across the. Oh, po white. Yeah, po white. Yeah. Okay. Oh no! Um, hang on. Let me look. No, that's an omega. Okay, I see. It's it's yeah. It's pow white. Pow white. Pow white. Okay. There you go. So I guess not. I guess not. Maybe it did come from Powhatan. That makes sense too. Yeah, it does. Uh, so anyway, now that we've cleared that up. Hey, all right. <laughs> Oh, me. I was well, totally wrong. Now we have to call it the Powhite Parkway instead get, of Powhite. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> people are gonna be like, "What's wrong with you?" Would you like to go eat some howda on the that's Powhite like, that's Parkway? That's like people calling it Monticello. Yes. <laughs> God. Which is wild, y'all, because down in Norfolk there is a Monticello Avenue, and they pronounce it's it spelled Monticello. Yeah, they pronounce it Monticello down yeah. there, which must. But be everywhere else in the state, it's Monticello. It's like call. It's like calling the place. Norfolk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. You know how I feel about that. I, yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, there's actually, I think I've said this on the podcast before. There is a venue down in Norfolk. Uh, that, the Norva. The Norva. Yeah. It's called the Norva. Yeah. Uh, that has on the steps leading up to the stage, it's pronounced Norfolk, not Norfolk. Norfolk. <laughs> Which, uh, good for them, because that is, that is, if you want a red flag of saying, I am not from this place. Yeah. Pronounce it Norfolk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I saw a, a TikTok the other day where somebody uh, pronounced Macon, as in Macon, Georgia. Mason? No, they pronounced it as Macon. I saw that too, I think. <laughs> I've always wanted to see Macon, Georgia. Macon, Georgia. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck, everybody? It's crazy. Anyway. All right, so um, Homer comes home. Yep. Marge is mad. Yep. Then he he puts the moves on her. He does. And, yeah. This, and, yeah. Uh, I forgot about this. There's yeah. This this uh, song is in his head, mm-hmm. and he's whistling it, and he very clearly is like sexually driven. Uh, yeah. By it. <laughs> and then we cut to the power plant, and he's singing the song singing and doing away. a little dance. But he, at, at the same time, he's pulling these levers back and forth, and we see <laughs> we see the mayhem he is causing in Springfield. That's right, lights going on and off. Yeah, of course, there's a surgery scene. Yeah, um, he the surgeon removes somebody's gallbladder. Not supposed to do that. Uh huh. Good just, news, you can live without it. That's right. Just leave it out. <laughs> <laughs> um. Then we cut to the bowling alley. He's still singing. 
Um, That's right. And uh, uh, Carl and Lenny singing to his ball again, and then Carl says, "Yeah, but he's bowling a 280." Yeah. Wow. So and then <laughs> then Lenny starts singing it to his bowling ball. I don't. We don't know if it worked or not. It's so weird to me. Like, I, I have I said this to you on here before. Maybe I have. It just seems to me like bowling is something that you could like get good enough at to where you would basically bowl a 300 all the time, but it's not the case, right? Right. Like it's like you're not you're not bowling against somebody else in the sense that they're going to bowl the ball back to you or something like right. that. It's not like you're facing a pitcher yeah. who's going to try and throw different, you know, yeah. pitches at you. It seems like if you could develop like the perfect first roll, yeah. then that's all you would ever genuinely need well i mean i guess that's the ultimate goal right i guess uh, yeah. but there's like a lot of other variables too yeah i in mean in terms of like the lane yeah. and the pins i don't know I, I acknowledge that it's not that it's not what i am suggesting that i would think it would be you know like something that you could just eventually bowl a 300 every time you obviously at least in current human form you can't do it because there are professional bowlers who don't do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it just seems like to me <laughs> that you would eventually get so good at that from bowling so many times you just have like the perfect throw that you could launch down there mm-hmm. whenever. But anyways, shows what I know about bowling. I guess I like to I like to go up to the line and put the ball down and then just push it. <laughs> <laughs> that works every time. Every time. Three hundred. Especially baby. you got the little bumpers on the side. Yep. Huh? <laughs> Bumper bowl. <laughs> All right. So Homer then goes to Moe's after uh-huh. after causing or after bowling, I guess. He wants some FUD. Um, Moe's like, I thought they took that off the market when all those hillbillies went blind. Uh-huh. And then Homer tells him that he went to another bar. Uh, and Homer, Mo is very upset yeah, about this. Yeah, yeah. You went to another bar? And Homer says, I was 100 miles outside of town. Yeah. So then we cut to Homer showing up at Lurleen's trailer. Yep, heading into Spittle County again. Yep. And uh, he knocks on her door and he says to her, I cannot get this song out of my head. Uh-huh. Uh, he I- hasn't felt this way since Funky Town, <laughs> which is funny. Um, what song was in my head yesterday? Oh, it was the... Um, uh, 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 Florence and the Machines. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm That's a dog. Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't <laughs> know why, because it's the middle of winter, but yeah. Uh, so he he wants a copy of the song, and uh-huh. she tells him that, no, the songs are all in my head. Um, you know, she hasn't recorded anything. And um, he's like, Lurleen, we got to crack your head open and scoop out those songs. <laughs> okay, I have two. I have a question. Okay. Not two questions. I have one question about this. Okay. How do you know where she lives? Did uh-huh. you look her up in the phone book? Maybe. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What is privacy? Nothing. <laughs> um, so he, uh, he's like, um, come with me. Uh-huh. And they end up at this like recording booth situation yeah it's sort of like a standalone of something that you would see in the mall around yeah. this time where you could record yourself singing on tape uh-huh. uh but it doesn't on a cd which yeah yeah I your voice like on compact disc yeah pretty pretty advanced for the time um and then uh after she's done the guy that works at the place where they are says listen uh, my brother owns a radio station over in weevilville <laughs> 
<laughs> and with your permission, I'd like to take your CD to him. So um, she gives him the CD. Yeah, she says, Homer, it's your quarter. What do you say? So what that tells me is that they actually only pressed one of these CDs. I'm assuming that Homer assumed that it would just be his, and then that'd be the end of it. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, he's he agrees. Also, does Homer have a CD player? I don't know. In 1992? I don't know. Not in the car, that's for sure. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I don't know how he's playing this thing. But anyway, you know where they do have a CD player? At the Weavable Station, which is K-U-D-D. Yes. <laughs> Cud. Cud. A nice uh, callback to FUD from earlier. Yes. Uh, don't touch that dial. You've got Cud on it, they say. Uh-huh. And um, Mo is listening to the radio station in his bar, which I feel like that's quite the reach. That's 100 miles. Yeah. That's... I can tell you this much. The sports station that we listen to does not reach all the way out uh, 50 miles from here. No. <laughs> does not. Most radio stations don't. Yeah. Um. So Mo's listening. He's he's feeling emotional about this song. Um, he announces to the room for the next thirty minutes or yeah, next half hour. Beers on the house. Nobody's in the room. I, Barney <laughs> comes out of the bathroom. He's like, "What did you say?" And he's like, "Ah, oh, nothing." That, that reminds me of the like there. Uh, every so often, we'd go to Hooters when I was younger, and uh. At Hooters, they had this sign that said "Free Beer Tomorrow." Yeah, and I remember being young and not understanding the sarcasm of the sign, and I was like, "They're having free beer tomorrow," and like I kind of had this vague memory of father trying to explain to me how the sign is not literal, <laughs> <laughs> and me just not understanding yeah. that there is never going to be free beer we tomorrow. Were, <laughs> we were in a local diner, I think it was last week. We go there a lot, but. Uh, there's a there's a sign for decoration on the wall, and it uh-huh. says like bottomless coffee five cents. And I heard the woman a woman behind me go, "Well, there's they say it's five cents." <laughs> and I think she was joking. I hope she was joking, but I was like, "Ooh, I could see people yeah. not not being critical thinkers in that moment." <laughs> well, here here's the good news: if someone really tried to hold your feet to the fire over it, I mean, you just look at the menu. How much? Well, there's the menu, yeah. but also like, how much coffee are you really gonna drink, ma'am? And, yeah, <laughs> like. Even if even if you do only pay five cents for it, like that's gonna be like three cups of coffee, maybe. True. <laughs> Are you you gonna be pooping? That's right. <laughs> pooping up that joint. Anyway, okay. So then we kind of like we, we cut to we so, cut around town to see like how the song is affecting. Yeah. So Krusty is uh, smacking sideshow Mel around, saying to stay away from his sister. Uh, and I've never seen Krusty's sister. I don't think. I, Mm-mm. Uh, I don't. I don't know that there's any instance where anybody is actually noted as her sister, to my knowledge. Yeah. Uh, which does not generally extend into the last two decades of the show, but yeah, there you go. Um. So, uh, yeah. He and then he's hearing the song and he's like, "Oh well, here's fifty bucks. Take her to the Copa." Yep. Then there's a riot at the jail, and then they all hear the song, and everybody's friends again. <laughs> I we guess. use this trope a lot too, don't we? Where there's a riot in the jail. Something happens and it makes everyone calm down. Yeah. Uh, so um, then we cut back to the Simpsons house. Um, they're listening to the song. And yep. Lisa, of course, is like, oh, she's wonderful. Um, I could feel her sweet country soul in every digitally encoded bit. And then Bard's like, country sucks. Every, you know, they're 
they're arguing about the song. Yeah, he says all it does is take <clears throat> excuse me, all it does is take precious airspace away from shock DJs whose cruelty and profanity amuse us all. I oh boy, <laughs> am trying to think about who else we're talking about other than Howard Stern. Uh, were there other famous like national shock DJs? Do you know? I don't know about national, but I'm sure there were probably some local. We did have so down in Atlanta, like the 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 station I listened to most was 99X, the alternative rock station. Welcome there was, back. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> yes, they are they are back and apparently playing their old stuff. I saw a tweet about it this morning, actually. Um, but the other station in Atlanta was 96 Rock, which played like more hard rock. Mm-hmm. And also did um, some classic rock and that sort of thing, and it was on ninety six rock where you would hear like the more shocking DJs. I, I guess I guess they were shock jocks too. Yeah, I I don't know. I that's I listened to Dick Lamb in the Morning Bunch on one hundred one point three two WD. You listened to who? Dick Lamb. Yes, that was his name. Or I guess he's still doing. He's on ninety two nine The Wave now. Wow. But uh, well, it was because it was what my parents listened to. So. Fair enough. Yep. I, we used to listen to Rhubarb Jones on Y106.7 <laughs> oh and Moby in the Morning on Kix 101.5. Moby was, uh, he was national. I'm pretty sure. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I remember Moby. Moby but, in the Morning. Yeah. <laughs> when I was older and I started driving, um, I listened to Chuck, Jenna, and Woo Woo. On <laughs> uh, 94.9 The Point. Did you... Uh, did you ever listen or watch Howard Stern on E? I remember seeing him on E, but yeah. I never watched it. I remember as well. And like, I guess like he has gone through some kind of transition and is now much more like laid back. Well, laid back, but like notable and respectable in terms of his interviews these days. Yeah. Uh, back in the day, it was just about getting the girl to take her top off yeah. as far as I recall. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, like everything he's evolved. Hey, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. And and Lord knows he's got enough money. Yeah. So the the, the family, the Simpsons, oh, right. <laughs> are listening to this song. And Marge is like, who's this woman? And then Homer tells her, okay, she's an out-of-work cocktail waitress. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And Marge doesn't like that he's spending this much time with her. Uh-huh. Um, but he, you know, he makes it clear she's going to be a country music star. Mm-hmm. And, um... Yeah, Marge is like, I don't like you hanging around some cocktail waitress. He says, you make it sound so seamy. Uh, all I did this, all I did was spend the afternoon in her trailer watching her try on outfits. <laughs> so then the phone rings. Uh huh. It's Lurleen. Yep. Uh, and she wants him to come over. He says, yeah, I think I can. Just let me check with my wife. And uh, no. Marge very clearly does not lots want him of, to. Lots of Marge growls in this episode. A goodly number, yes. Yes. Uh, so he does end up going back over there and um i we we should we should point out that every time he travels out there he's traveling like two hours yeah (laughs) there and back yeah four hours round trip that's a lot that's a long time so in the days of zoom this seems silly and redundant (laughs) but um anyway lurleen's excited um you know people have been calling yeah her she's getting some traction essentially yep um and she says, she says to him, no man has ever been this nice to me without wanting something in return. Mm-hmm. And uh, Homer, in his innocence here, says, mm-hmm. well, I was going to ask you for a glass of water, but now I feel guilty. And 
in short, what we're getting here is that Homer, more or less here, despite his insistence on doing this against Marge's wishes, mm-hmm. is doing it more or less innocently. Right. Yeah. He's not... Yeah. He's... Lurleen is taking it, taking his kindness in a way that is not what Homer's intention. Yeah. Um, so she says, Homer, you're just a big sack of sugar. And um, so, and, she, and then she's like, I want you to be my manager. Yep. So. And that's really the point of the scene here yeah. is that she wants him to do that. And he, he goes, he says. He doesn't want to do it, really. No, he says, I should warn you. I'm not great with figures. That's okay. I make a lot of stupid decisions. Nobody's perfect. I did bad in school. I didn't even go. My personal hygiene has been described as. And then oh. she interrupts him. She says, Homer, you'll be a great manager. I think that was a callback. His personal hygiene has been described as. I think it's a callback to the uh, brother from another uh, or, or, or I'm sorry, oh brother, where art thou? Uh-huh. Uh, when, if you remember, during the phone call, Herb uh, is talking about how his coworkers have described his hygiene as that. that, that. Oh, I did not remember that. <laughs> Good for you. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So she's like, okay, there's only one thing you need to be a great manager. She takes him to a shop called the Corpulent Cowboy, which is funny. Uh huh. And buys him a suit. <laughs> It's a very jazzy country suit. I imagine there's a lot of rhinestones on it. Um, Gotta be. Yeah. Yeah. The the salesman's like, this is a special uh, space age fabric developed especially for Elvis. Sweat actually cleans this suit. Um, so then finally Homer is going home. Yep. Um, it's after midnight and he comes in and Marge is upset. Yep, she's lying in bed, and he says, look at me. She says, I don't want to. I'm mad at you. Mm-hmm. She then goes on and says, I'm sick of all the time you're spending with her, the whole country music thing. And he says, oh, well, maybe you shouldn't look at me yeah. as he's standing he's there. Wearing their, he's wearing his suit with his little cowboy hat. Right. Uh, uh, Marge asks him where he got it. He said a friend bought it for him. And then <laughs> she goes, was it Lurleen? He goes, no, I think it was Lenny. Uh, and so then, she outright asks. She says, yeah. "Are you having an affair with this mm-hmm. woman?" No. Have you kissed her? No. Has she kissed you? A, a couple, couple of times. times. Yeah. I want you to stop seeing Oops. her. I can't. I'm her manager. Marge quickly points out that is ridiculous. It is pretty ridiculous. She says, "I won't allow you to spend any more time away from your family." And he, <laughs> we get a great gag here, and I love these these uh, recurring uh, my uh, my life dream, my my lifelong dream. Uh, he says, Marge was standing in the way of my boyhood dream of managing a beautiful country singer. And she says, your dream was to eat the world's biggest hoagie. And you did it at the county fair last year. And she shows him a picture of himself yes. eating the hoagie, which was very funny. Um, so they they continue arguing. And finally, Homer just leaves, uh, slams the door. And poor Marge is laying there in bed, just kind of brewing, I guess. Uh then they we cut to the family going to um they're in the studio they're in the studio uh-huh. yes the guy in the studio says the studio has a lot of history buddy holly stood on this spot in 1958 and said there's no way in hell i'm gonna record in this stump the uh the name of the studio by the way is hicksville usa okay yes a play off of hitsville usa yes. um which so was a which was a nashville studio wasn't it I don't know. hitsville usa sure. i think so sounds like it um, anyway, so they basically Homer wants Lurleen to record here. He says she's going to love it. 
Um, he gave the guy a stack of cash. Marge is like, how much was that? And it, he's like, oh, don't worry about it. It was just our life savings. <laughs> That's right. Go- I'm not going into Hawk for this. So then enters Lurleen. Um, she calls him Colonel Homer. And she gives him a kiss, doesn't she? She does. I, yeah, yeah she, I so she's coming in to record, and she introduces herself to Marge. Uh, she says, uh, and you must be, and Marge says, Mrs. Homer Simpson. Mm-hmm. She gets kind of brushed off here as Lurleen walks away from mm-hmm. her there. And then Marge is mad because she says that, she, or Homer told her that Lurleen was overweight, um, which is a lie. He's like, look, it takes two, <laughs> this was funny, it takes two to lie, one to lie, and one to listen. I would have sworn that that was a family guy joke. Uh, and Maybe it is. Maybe but it is. It but was not. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, but that's a, that's a funny line. I've said that before to people. <laughs> yeah. So uh, then they start, what well, they start recording yep so uh lurleen has her band there and they start to sing and this is where we get some more overt uh affection from lurleen mm-hmm. in her song she's singing a song about hitting a homer or it's baseball related uh-huh. but uh talking about um oh i can't remember the name of the I can't remember the refrain. The ref- I bagged me a homer. Uh, yes, the, the refrain is, uh, the season's turning around for me now. I finally bagged me a homer. Yeah. So uh, then... Um, the the producer stops her. Yes. And he says, Lurleen, we're going to have to cut you off. There's some kind of grinding noise on the track. And then he and cuts to Marge, and you see her grinding her teeth. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> which is an awful sound. So, <laughs> so yeah. anyway, we are then in Lurleen's trailer. Uh, and Homer says, listen, I got you, uh, I got you a gig on TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, she surprises Homer because she says, oh, you're as smart as you are handsome, which he immediately thinks is an insult. Yeah. But oh, he's like, <laughs> oh, you meant that as a compliment. That's okay. right. Uh, and she, uh, she then says, well, for the show, I've got something new that I've written. And she starts to sing, uh, about a song about how it's lonely in the trailer and the refrain on that is, bunk with me tonight, bunk with me tonight. I'm asking, will you bunk with me tonight? I didn't know what bunk men when I, when I was a kid. <laughs> and I was like, what is she asking him yeah. to do? So uh, Homer's like, oh, that's hot. There isn't a man alive that would, uh, get, wouldn't get turned on by that. And then he's like, okay, see ya. Yeah. He's being, I mean, he's being dense here, but I don't like. He is, he is innocent. And yes, oblivious. Exactly. And, but she grabs him and sits him down. And she, you know, she says, there was a secret meaning to this song. And mm-hmm. then she sings the refrain again. Bunk with me tonight. Bunk with me. I'm asking, pointing at herself. Mm-hmm. Will you, pointing at him, mm-hmm. bunk with me tonight? And then it clicks for Homer. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I got to think about this. But then he runs out and gets into a car and leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, Marge is now, we cut back to the... Um, the Simpsons house, Marge is on the phone with Patty uh-huh. and she tells her that all our buddies tied up in this woman. If she fails, we're broke. If <laughs> she succeeds, I have no husband. I don't know what to root for. And then Patty's like, you don't <laughs> meaning root, you, root for Lurleen. <laughs> yeah. Root for her success. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, Homer comes home at this point yep. and um, he's getting ready to go because Lurleen's on TV tonight. He's got to get ready. Uh, and then um, 
she tells him, you know, just so you know, when you were out judging that greased pig contest, Maggie cut her foot to first tooth, um, you know, essentially kind of indicating that Homer has not been spending much time with the family. Yeah. And he's not because even he's driving four hours each way every damn day. <laughs> I yeah. guess. Um, so she says, you know, you know, he's he, he's more concerned about getting dressed. Mm-hmm. Have you seen my rattlesnake headband? Uh, so Marge calls in the kids. They're dressed up uh, in their nice Sunday clothes. Mm-hmm. And she says, you've got a wonderful family, Homer. Please don't forget that when you walk out the door tonight. And Homer is in an awkward place. And he's mm-hmm. just like, I got to get out of here. Yeah. So he leaves. Yeah. So then the f- they're, they're watching the TV. And this show i think is supposed to be hee-haw it's definitely hee-haw yeah, yeah it's, they called it yeah i never i never watched hee-haw but i was gonna ask you that's what i was gonna ask you is yeah. if you ever watched hee-haw Mm-mm, did you my grandpa loved hee-haw oh, okay he watched it all the time but when it was on i was really young like i think i may have been like five you know kindergarten age yeah well and i mean by the time we came along it was reruns but yeah and i i did not get it i didn't get the jokes i didn't understand why anybody was watching the show yeah yeah so we get the introduce introduction of the cast of characters um yep. yodelin zeke is on this show too apparently. he sure is yeah yeah so um yeah and then they're like tonight in her syndicated tv debut lurleen and then she's performing um oh the bases were empty so this is the homer the, song the homer song yep, yep. exactly um and a record executive approaches Homer and he's like, um, <laughs> I'm from rebel, rebel yell records, a division of the Togasaki corporation. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm interested in buying Lurleen's contract. Homer tells him to forget it. Uh, he, he's like, they don't call me Homer, Colonel Homer. Cause I'm some dumbass army guy. Mm-hmm. Then we cut to the interior of Lurleen's changing room, mm-hmm. her dressing room. And, uh, you know, he says they loved you. And, uh, he says, is there anything you need? She shuts the door and locks it and makes a pass at Homer. Mm-hmm. A hard, a, I almost said hard pass. That's not right. Uh, <laughs> that would be the opposite of this. No, a very uh, blatant. She advances upon him. Yes. And uh, she says, you can make my evening complete. And she kisses him. And then he kind of just is staring. Yes. And and she asks him what's wrong, and he's like, "My whole romantic life is flashing before my eyes." And then you see like several scenes of Homer as a young boy getting turned away from <laughs> hard, hard rejected. Yes, hard passes to include there. a kissing booth uh, uh, where he gets slapped instead of kissed. Yeah, and she, uh, she won't give his him dollar. his dollar back. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, but then we see Marge mm-hmm. and. She says, you know, I'll love you for the rest of my life. So he's remembering Marge here. Yeah. And so he goes, I'm sorry, Lurleen. All I ever wanted to do was share your beautiful voice with people. And I've done that. Now I better get out of here before I lose my family. And uh-huh. he leaves. Um, but then he pokes his head back in. Mm-hmm. And he says, just so I don't wonder, you would have gone all the way with me, wouldn't you? And she was like, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> this, is, uh, this reminds me. This is the exact same sort of scene as, uh, as a, one of the episodes of Married with Children, where Al, very much in the same way, like walks away from a young lady who wants to bang mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And he sticks his head back in and he goes, uh, just so I know. He's like, 
would you would you even let me nail you? And she's like, she goes, uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah. anyway, I just wanted to say it reminded me of a Married with Children episode. Yeah, so as he leaves the dressing room, that record or that executive is there. He says, um, now before we negotiate, I have to tell you I'm desperate to unload Lurleen and I'll take any offer. The man offers him fifty bucks. Yep, and he's like, Ah, you son of a bitch. Or he doesn't say bitch, but he it's implied. That's the worst of the curse words. They didn't say that. No. <laughs> Uh, and, and he's like sold. So then we're back on TV. Uh, they're watching, what's it called? Yahoo. I think Yahoo. Yeah. Yahoo. Um, so there's, you know, like the dumb jokes that they tell and whatever. And, um, it's Marge watching. This. Mar- yeah. Sorry. Marge so is watching she's laying herself. in bed by herself watching Yahoo. And here comes Homer. Here yes. he, he enters the room. And she's like, Homer, is there? And then he goes, Is there any room in that bed for a dad burned fool? And to which she replies, Always has been. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> not you're not a fool. Yeah. <laughs> Just yes, there is yeah. room. <laughs> so uh, he, you know he's in the bedroom and uh, Lurleen starts singing yeah. the song "Stand by Your Manager." And um, so as he as she is singing, Homer is is getting undressed and getting ready to get into the bed mm-hmm. with Marge, mm-hmm. and the 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 song is uh, you know, his name is Homer. He's quite a man. I tried to kiss him, but Homer ran. So Marge is hearing these words. Mm-hmm. I tried to kiss him, but then Homer ran, and she realizes that Homer came home to her. Uh, sure wish I could say that I was his. I hope that Marge knows just how lucky she is. And then Marge says she does know how lucky she is. And then they start, they start kissing in bed. Uh huh. They're naked. <laughs> Except <laughs> for Homer has his hat on, which he throws at the, which he throws at the camera. Yeah, and, and um, that's it. That's it. Lights that's out. Credit. Credits. Yep. Yes, not lights out. That's theatrical terms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Curtain. <laughs> Curtain. There you go. Okay, so there you go. That's the end of the episode. All right, let's hear it. It was it was good. It was good. It's very different than really anything I think we've seen yeah, I, before. I like this episode. Um I think that uh a lot of the one liners and like the visual gags in this episode mm-hmm. work pretty well. Mm-hmm. I, I I thought that like it was I, I like how in this episode the first act is tied so verily into the rest of it because the whole the whole thing happens because, because Marge yells at Homer in yeah. the Googleplex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it kind of it's it's something that the Simpsons do a lot in that the like first act is very integral to the rest of the plot, but at the same time it's not connected at all. It's separate events, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I liked it. I, I don't know that I would classify it as a banger, but I think it's a floater. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, you know, it's kind of strange looking at this th- through adult eyes, knowing that my first exposure to this was as a, a little kid. So this is 1992. That means I was in second grade mm-hmm. and like, you know, having no idea about the complexities of human relationships, especially romantic relationships and all that. Uh, and just as a little kid, just liking it because there was music in it and because uh-huh. there were some silly jokes. Well, and we all know that Lurleen now falls on hard times because eventually she's just out of the Betty Ford. That's right. Uh, Coughing up cigarettes. Yep. <laughs> I slept in a ditch. So, uh, sorry, Lurleen, about your... 
Yeah, I don't, and I, I don't believe it's Beverly D'Angelo no, the second time around. No, it's whoever voices Lunch Lady Doris. <laughs> but right. uh, anyway, yeah, I, 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 I feel like Lurleen is a character that I had heard a lot about, uh-huh. but now, like now that I've seen it, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, and I understand. And there's, there's, that's the point of doing this, right? Is yeah, so that you can exactly. see the. Uh, yeah. Find the origin. So now when I see her in the background, I'll go, there's Lurleen. 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 So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I am excited because next week we have a Sideshow Bob episode. Uh, it's Black Widower. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, hey, go ahead and make sure that you hit that subscribe button on this uh, platform that you're listening to this on. And while you're there, go ahead and leave us the rating, the highest rating, uh, so that you can help us out. That's a really great way to help us out. Also, telling a friend about our podcast really goes a long way for us. And be sure to join us on our social media as well. We are on Facebook and Instagram at Escalator to Nowhere Pod. And we are also on Twitter at Esk to Nowhere pod uh you can also join us on our facebook group which is just the escalator to nowhere facebook group uh place where we can hopefully uh have some more discussion with you know our friends who enjoy our podcast and want to hang out with us and talk about simpson stuff yeah 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 i feel rusty yeah, it's only too. been a couple of weeks yeah but uh i think we 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 yammered on for quite a bit here Afterward, we made a big to do about we're gonna we're gonna. Uh, do these I'll have you know if we ended right now, this episode would be a full thirty minutes short from. Oh uh, really? Other episodes. Okay. <laughs> so it, it seemed like it was very long. Uh, very tangenty. Don't say that. Very tangenty. We enjoyed the conversation, didn't yes, we? Yes, we did. <laughs> oh my god. Sorry. Anyway, all right. So uh, thanks so much for listening, everybody. Uh, make sure that you hit that subscribe button, and we'll be back next week with Colonel. Oh, no, this is Colonel Homer. We'll be back next week with Black Widower. Black Widower. But yep. until then, I'm Robert. I'm Caitlin. I'm a seasoned Simpsons fan. And I am learning. And we'll see you next week, uh, dropping new episodes every Wednesday at 7.42 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. But until then, smell you later. Bye. Bye.